uh I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real We really debating the industry and what the six of feel Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real Ain't no strangers to the bricks, now let's build something for real It's too real, real, it's too real, real, it's too real What's going on everybody, it's your boy E How y'all doing out there, man? Happy New Year I really miss y'all, man, hope y'all doing great I mean, I miss doing this, um you know, I mean, I'm sorry to all the, all the loyal listeners. You know, what I mean, some people have tweeted me. I mean, see what's going on and stuff. Um, I just want to say, man, the podcast will be back very, very soon. You know, what I'm saying this is. I wasn't really gonna do this episode. I wasn't gonna put on any episodes until everything's you know situated and finalized. But um, I'm currently looking for a co-host. Um, you know, what I mean, I've been doing this podcast for a really, really long time. You know what I'm saying and. Doing it alone is something I I never really enjoyed doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Swan will still be on episodes and stuff, but, you know, Swan's real busy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's just me doing it alone. I, I don't, we, we don't get enough perspectives. We don't get enough um, opinions. And back and forth creates, you know, back and forth dialogue creates new solutions. You know what I'm saying? So when I do it alone, we're not really getting the best it could be. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's what I want. So I've met with a few people, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it hasn't been, been the right people, you know what I mean, the right situations. But I'm definitely working on it and I'm gonna get back to it. You know what I mean? The podcast definitely will get resumed very, very soon. But but this particular episode, you know what I'm saying, um I just had to get this out, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how I would feel if I didn't speak on it the way I when I'm when I'm feeling this particular way, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is nothing new. The whole world knows this. I'm talking about Kobe Bryant's passing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a big, big Kobe fan. You know what I mean? Like, this is probably like, this is horrible news, man. This is like, it's the type of news that like, it it, it just fucks up your day. It fucks, it's fucked, it's fucked up my week already. You know what I'm saying? It, um, Like, Sunday, man, uh, I planned... You know what I mean? All week, you know what I mean, to go see my to see my nephew. You know what I'm saying? Go see my sister, my nephew. So I drove an hour, an hour away to go see them. And the moment I walked through the door, because, you know, I'm driving, you know, I don't have to talk, you know, I don't need my phone. You know what I mean? I'm just talking in the car or whatever, and all that. listen to music. And it's like, I walk in the door, my sister's like, yo, are you okay? I'm like, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, what do you mean? You, you didn't hear the news? I'm like, what news? You know what I mean? And she just tells me. She's like, Kobe died. Like, do you, like, yo, that shit didn't even make any sense. Like, I'm like, what? Kobe died. And then, like, I'm like, Kobe was sick? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and then, no, Kobe died in a helicopter crash. I'm like, what? Like, do like, do you know how crazy, like, I'm like, what are you even talking, like, the shit didn't even make any sense, like, the shit did not make any sense, like, when you, like, like, I don't mean this as a joke, but I mean, like, Vegas, if Vegas was to put odds, you know what I'm saying, on things like this, like, gambling odds, I'm like, yo, what are the odds of Kobe Bryant dying, do you know what anybody would, do you know anybody, nobody would bet? Like, 
Do you know when I heard that? I'm like, what the fuck are you like? That is something like Kobe Bryant is a staple. Like a staple. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a part of life. He's a part of life. I've been on this earth for 28 years, and I could say from at least least 98, like I've been in tune with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like at least 98. You know what I'm saying? And I've watched him grow. I've used him in video. I played him in video games. I used him in video games. You know what I mean? We all watched him go through the scandal as a young child in the hood, not really even understanding what was really going on. I mean, following different narratives and people just throwing his name around and watching him win our hearts again, redeem ourselves, redeem himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a staple. Like, I'm not, when I'm, when I'm going to start naming names right now, um, I'm not putting anybody in an equal, equal, like, plateau and saying who's bigger than who, but, like, what I mean by staples, it's like, Certain names that you just like, you yeah, that's Kobe Bryant, like that's Will Smith, that's Leonardo DiCaprio, that's Wayne Gretzky, that's Michael Jordan. Like, there are people that it's just that, like, yo, they're forever. That's Mike Tyson, they're forever just that's Jay Z, that's just that's Joe's, that's just those people, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's them, like, and that's our kids' kids will forever be like, yo, no, that's that's Kobe Bryant, like. My, you know, what, what, when I do have children, my children were supposed to be able to be like, yo, that's Kobe. And then my kids would be like, yo, that's Kobe Bryant when they're watching him on TV. Like, like do you know how crazy this is? Like, every day, I, I've grown up watching the playoffs and every finals, I've watched Bill Russell hand a trophy to MVPs, to, you know what I mean? Like, what I'm trying to say is that Kareem Abdul Jabbar. All these NBA legends that are from the, that are 70, 80 are still here. You know what I'm saying? Like the Hall of Fame, like the staples of the NBA are still here. The guys that from the 70s and 80s, Oscar Robinson, still here. Jerry West, still here. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be here, but I'm saying Kobe, like Kobe was supposed to be an out. Like when I'm old, sitting there talking, like talking to my grandkids, I'm supposed to be like, yo, that's Kobe Bryant right there. Are you crazy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to tell them, like, yo, that is the greatest player ever. Like, that's been something I've been saying for years. You know what I mean? Like, I always I always say this on this podcast. Like, I'm born in 91, late 91, December 22nd. Like, I remember the last clip I ever... I lived in, in, in the UK. I lived in England. Like, the last time... The first time I ever saw Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan winning his last trophy in 19... In, in, right before I moved to Canada. Like I remember that whole like that whole championship celebration and I watched Space Jam but I basketball wasn't accessible like that to me. I'm 5 hours ahead in time. Um like and soccer is just a big thing. Like it ain't like basketball was not a big deal. You know what I mean where I was at. So, but when I came to Canada, it was all about AI. AI and Kobe. But Kobe was winning. But we loved Iverson because, you know, you're living in the hood and he just represented, yo, that image of just being, um, just being like that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Just being that guy, like, just the nigga you want to be like, AI. But, like, as you grow and you keep watching the game and you're just seeing, yo, because, like, Kobe won three rings, like, and it's like, 
People like, yo, it's Shaq, yeah, Shaq, yeah, Shaq. Him and Shaq break up. Kobe goes through a scandal and all that. You know what I'm saying? I remember we used to say mad shit about Kobe. Like, not I, 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 I was a kid. I'm not even knowing. Like, 2003, 2004, 2005, what am I, like, 12, 13? Like, I'm not, like, now, like, like I read the case again when I was older. You know what I'm saying? And I understood more. Like, back then, I didn't know what was going on. You know what I'm saying? But we were just following narratives. You know what I'm saying? And Kobe's going through, yo, he went through a tough time. You know what I'm saying? Booed every time. From different places, lost all his endorsements, had no Shaq, had no Phil Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know Kobe's history, like, and he is out there balling, but he has nothing around him. You know what I'm saying? No, like, he's just losing. He's just losing. And, and he, yo, like, it's, it's so fucking crazy, man. Like, his redemption, like, that didn't break him. And, and and not to disrespect AI, because I'll go back to that. It's like, yo, we love the AI, we love the AI. But yo, Kobe really loved this basketball shit. Like, one thing I always try to explain to people is like, why I think Kobe's the greatest. And it's like, this guy survived so many errors. He came in when Jordan was, the, Jordan retired, but he came in talking like, yo, I'm ready for Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He made it to 1988, 1998 also again to play against Jordan as a starter. Um, he he played against Jordan. Jordan left. Okay, so he made it through the eras of the Dave Robinsons, the Tim Duncans. His peers were the Vince Carters and Tracy McGrady. Like those were who Kobe considered rivals at the time, and they were killing. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they didn't have the playoff success. They didn't have Shaq, whatever. But when his peers fell off, the AIs, the Kobe's. I mean, the AI, the, the Vince Carters and like the T-Max, when they stayed at a certain level and LeBron and them and the Mellows and the other D-Wades came in, Kobe was still with them. And then when LeBron and them were at their peak, Kobe was still with them. When KD and these guys start, start coming in, like he, he, he went at KD in the 2010 finals, KD, Russ, and Harden. Uh, no, Harden was gone. KD, Russ, and it was KD and Russ and, and Ibaka. You know what I'm saying? And... This is in like year 17, while his peers are now becoming role players or not in the league. He was still at the top of his game, man. Yo, like when you listen to Kobe, like he's literally a genius. Like he's a genius, man. And it's not even like I'm saying it's because he's dead. It's just so fucking crazy we lost this guy, man. Like, oh, man. Like this is like one of the worst. This is the one of the worst, the worst things the world lost. One of the worst times that the world the world has felt i'm telling you like dog it's it's crazy man like a staple like this is somebody that i just felt like will be here forever i swear to god like i never th i never felt that we never have Kobe Bryant. like looking at his picture and just seeing him and just seeing his face it just doesn't make sense you know what i'm saying like but that's what's showing me, like, yo, this life shit is just like, yo, you got to do it like Kobe. You got to go in this life. You have to go for yours. You have to get what you want, live. Like, Kobe, while he was here, he did everything he fucking wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? As far as laying it all on the basketball court. like, And that's why it's so it, it hurts a lot and it's so crazy because, yo, I, when Kobe retired, I kept watching interviews, and you know, a lot of players suffer from like 
stress. Like it happens to a lot of players. From if you play a sport your whole life as a kid, and this is you're dedicated to this whole thing, and once you stop, it's your routine. Some people just go crazy. They don't know how to handle it. I mean, they become they turn to alcohol, turn to depression. They just they don't know how to do it. Kobe was living his life. Kobe was getting Oscars. Kobe was developing stories. Kobe was writing books. You know what I'm saying? Kobe was being a father. Um, and he developed his, uh, a bond with his daughter, Gigi, through basketball, which is even crazy because, like I said, when Kobe retired, he said he didn't care about the game anymore. And you, can go, you can go watch the interviews in the first take on ESPN. They're like, yo, do you miss it? He's like, no. Like when you've given it your all and you've done it all and, and you've said, yo, I don't want to do this no more. Like, he was done with it. And he only started going back to games because of his daughter. So he could show her the game, you know what I mean, and break it down. And who better to get, like, like Kobe is a sponge. Like It's like, I, I'm if you're a basketball fan, I'm not saying anything new to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, But for those that, that aren't, this guy was a sponge. Like, he would soak up knowledge from every and everybody. That if he felt that you knew something he didn't, he's going to ask you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yo, we lost a man. We lost a great man. The NBA lost a fucking like the world lost a great man, but the the sport of basketball. Like Kobe was bringing a lot of players in the summer to work out. Kawhi, Giannis, like the like. Yo, man, it's it's so crazy, man. It's so crazy to lose his daughter. You know what I mean? Going to take her to a game and the other family. Like, he was just a family man. Like, and it's like, Kobe passing showed me so much. Like, it's like, I thought Kobe was a mean guy. Like, not even a mean guy. I mean, unapproachable. Like, if you watch Kobe on the court and how his demeanor was, like, the competitor he was, like, he wasn't that shaking hand guy. Like, even when the NBA was starting to change and niggas were starting to be nice and team up, he. He was still on his, like, fuck that. Like, yo, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He ain't with that shit. Um, so, but, like, now that he's he's passed, yo, everybody got a picture of Kobe. Everybody got a story with Kobe. Yo, Kobe was donating, buying, like, going, like, donating money to the people, making sure sick kids paying for surgeries, like, doing so much shit, just not wanting to press for it. Like, doing so much shit, man. Like, some of the stories I read, bro, it's like, damn. Like, yo, this is, I didn't even notice. Like, I didn't notice about this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought he would, like, I I just knew he was a genius and somebody who loved basketball to the T and, 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 and a competitor. But, like, yo, the deeds that they're saying he's, he's doing and some of the things that, yo, he's doing for, like, just with his family and, like, some of the, te like, um, Jackie Mullen was texting him, I guess. And, yeah, and she wanted to do, like, a story on Phil. And he was like, yo, get back to me in a couple of weeks. My girl's got me busy. Like, he was real. Once he gave up the game, he really was trying to be be a dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, yo, he Kobe changed my whole perspective, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, yo, I never, ever wanted to have a daughter, ever in my life. You know what I'm saying? And there was this, there's this story about this lady on Twitter who's, not on Twitter, but it's late from ESPN who I'm gonna play the clip right now, man. But it really changed my perspective on having a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, man, if Kobe if Kobe could see, have a daughter like four daughters and, and 
not be, oh, I need to have a son to be a, oh, you can have a daughter and do anything and do the exact same thing with your son, just build the same relationship. Like, I never thought like that. I just always thought, man, I don't want, I don't want a daughter. I don't want to deal with the shit that, that girl you have to deal with. I mean, I, that I assume you have to deal with, you, you know, but Kobe, yo, Kobe say he's a girl dad, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to play the clip. It's likely that you're hearing many personal anecdotes about Kobe Bryant, so here's mine. I met Kobe one time backstage at an event for ESPN in New York, and I saw him and I thought, oh my gosh, that's Kobe. I got to get a picture with the gram. Mm. That's the picture. I didn't get it for a few minutes because as I approached him, he immediately commented on my rather large eight-month pregnant belly. How are you? How close are you? What are you having? Mm -hmm. A girl, I said, and then he high-fived me. Girls are the best. I asked him for advice on raising girls, seeing as though he quite famously had three at the time. And he said, just be grateful that you've been given that gift because girls are amazing. His third daughter, Bianca, was about a year and a half old at the time. So I asked if he wanted more children. And he said that his wife, Vanessa, really wanted to try again for a boy, but was sort of jokingly concerned that it would be another girl. And I was like, four girls, are you joking? Like, what would you think? How would you feel? And without hesitation, he said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. When it came to sports, he said that his oldest daughter was an accomplished volleyball player and that the youngest was a toddler, so TBD. But that middle one, he said, that middle one was a monster. She's a beast. She's better than I was at her age. She's got it. That middle one, of course, was Gigi. When I reflect on this tragedy and that half an hour that I spent with Kobe Bryant two years ago, I suppose that the only small source of comfort for me is knowing that he died doing what he loved the most, being a dad, being a girl dad. Yo, like, that shit, like, Yo, it's just it's just open eyes on different levels, man. Because I, I guarantee you, so many people did not see Kobe this way. Like we saw him being a dad and doing all this stuff, but we didn't like we weren't appreciating. Holy, like, yo, this guy turned off all that. Like, bro, if you watch Kobe on the court, you would just think he's just like he's the Mamba. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just. But the other side to him was just like, yeah, wow, like. Bro, he was a great man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a great man. Like, fuck basketball. Like, he was a great man. Like, not a lot of people are good dads, especially not a lot of athletes. Man, so a lot of athletes just feel like, yo, you got the bread. You got, you're a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. You have all the shit. Like, this should compensate for you. He was hands-on, man. And, bro, like, the world lost a great man. I, I really feel for his, his, his wife and, and his three daughters, like, there's no pain I like I, I I can't express I can't feel their pain, you know what I'm saying? But I just try to imagine it's like, yo, you live in this house, you live in this city. There's no like you're gonna hear this name. I I swear everybody knows I love basketball. Watching basketball, it just doesn't feel the same. It makes me feel sick. Like it feels weird. Like it literally feels weird but watching basketball, like there's just no joy in it right now because it's like Yo, I don't know, man. It's just a nasty feeling, man. It's just a really, really nasty feeling. Um, I, I really, I really don't know, man. Like, it, it, it's, and I, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know him personally, man. All I, all I could do was admire him from afar and be like, yo, this is my guy. Like, so many nights, you know, like, yo, just watching Kobe rally, you know what I'm saying? 
yo, it's just a feeling of adrenaline. Like, you're just like, yo, this guy's losing, losing. And he just starts fucking taking over, taking shots that they would say are ill-advised. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, that shit, that shit is crazy, bro. But it just shows you, man, that you gotta, you have to appreciate life. You have to, man. You have to, you gotta approach life every day and can't waste it, man. Like, you can't waste air. Like, if you're there, if you're here, you gotta put your foot down and go to work. Go to work and whatever it is that you desire, whatever it is that you feel is like, yo, this is what I wanna do. Don't do, and, and, and because life is really that short, in life, you could be gone tomorrow. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Like, literally, the, like, the world has changed so much. Like, you know what I mean? People are not as conservative as they, 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 they used to be. And honestly, before, I, like, my perspective has started to change a lot, you know, especially since Nipsey and just other deaths that have, that have come my way, you know what I mean, that, that have come my way. It's like, um... I understand why everybody's just doing what they want to do and living their life. And like, yo, I want to fly here and fuck it. If I don't have a job tomorrow, you know what I mean? If I just want to do this, like, I'm not saying make stupid decisions, but if there are things you've been, that are on your bucket list and you wanted to do, and it's not going to kill you, fuck it. Do what you got to do, man. You can't live for nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to make yourself happy, man, and and accomplish your own goals, you know what I mean? But handle your responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't make excuses. Kobe, one thing about Kobe for sure, he never made no excuses. I guarantee you he could be he could have been a shit dad. He could have been. He could he could have been. But but he decided to handle his business, man, and he was a great dad, man, and that this shit is this shit is an actual tragedy, man. Like not in a million year, million years with somebody of like drawn this drawn this up and I'm like, yo, this makes sense and this is gonna happen. Nobody would ever thought this. Like the random thing thoughts you go through in your head, like the, the scenarios. Now I don't believe a billion like a hundred million people on this earth not one person made up the scenario in their head, like, yo, Kobe Bryant's gonna die like in a helicopter with his daughter and, and a whole bunch of families in the tragedy and he's not gonna die of old age and just you know what I'm saying, like Tragedy, man. Like I could talk about Kobe forever, man. This, this shit, this shit shook up the world, man. It, and it's gonna. I, I just hope it really does change people's perspectives on life. To know that you, this is a man, the most successful man, a millionaire, a billion, like who's on his way to be a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he was chasing money, but his success. Like Kobe was had his hand in so many things that they're saying. It's just like yo. But nothing can stop nothing can stop death, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you can have money, you can you can have people on your side, you could be yo, you could be you could be anybody. And when when your time comes, it's like, yo. It's you nothing you can do. It's already written. It's like so it's like since it's already written, write your story. You know what I'm saying? Write your own story by literally doing what you feel that you're you want to be remembered by it. Kobe, this is what, like, Kobe's legacy, what we remember Kobe is what he gave us, and what he gave us is is all, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's how I want to approach my life. I want, I want to, I don't want to be remembered for nothing, you know what I'm saying? I want to be remembered for, like, the by the people that I affected, like, yo, this guy did this, and this is how he was, and this is how he, you know what I'm saying? So 
you really got to go out there and really just put your all into it because this life is short, man. This life is really short. Um, just the world, the world, man. The world right now. I don't know if any, if if you guys are realizing, you know what I'm saying. It's just, it's just in a crazy place, man. But I just want to say one more time. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, man, and his daughter Gigi and the other passengers, seven passengers in that helicopter, man. I don't want to speculate, you know what I mean? They're doing an investigation. There's so many things that have come out. The pilot died too, you know what I'm saying? I doubt he wanted to kill himself and kill all these people in the plane, you know what I'm saying? Like, So we're not going to, like, you know, just fuck, man. It's just, it's just a tragedy. It's just a tragedy, man. Um. Rest in peace. That's my GOAT, man. That's my GOAT. Like, that's that's the guy that all the players in the league, like, you know what I mean? And this is not a slight of Jordan or nothing, but I, you know what I mean? I always say the narratives and stuff are ran by the older pe the people, the generation bef that's running the media and the people that saw Jordan and they're still living in that. Like, I didn't see him, so I can watch the clips and I'm not moved. I, like, I, did, I don't have those memories. I don't have those attachments. But when it comes to Kobe... I have my attachment. I can be like, yo, nah, I remember this. I, I know how I felt, you know what I'm saying, when it happened. And that's just gonna, that's how it is. So he's, I'm telling you, all these players, he's sparked all these players. Kobe Bryant, he's done this since 17. Like, he's been in the league since 90, what, 96. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's no way you didn't see this guy and, you watch, and he didn't inspire you if, you if you watch him basketball, but. Still, man, just just something that I don't I don't know if we'll ever get over. Like seeing his face just makes me it hurts, yo. It hurts, bro. It really hurts, man. Yeah, man. But um, I just want to say rest in peace to Kobe, man. Um, this is something that I I don't know if like we'll ever get over. You know what I'm saying? Watching his highlights and just as I grow and just knowing he's not here, man. Like there's a pain. There's a pain inside of me that like. I swear, man, because I like I always say. My grandmother, I didn't really know her. You know what I'm saying? She, um, we weren't. I wasn't raised with her. I I've never. Besides, I've I lost a friend last year. You know what I'm saying? Um. I I, I never really lost people. You know what I'm saying? So when when Nipsey died, and now Kobe died, like this shit hits me because I've never, I never really had to deal with death. But these are the people that I've for the last ten and twenty years that I've, I didn't really interact with them, but they, they were interacting with me. You know what I'm saying? And they were teaching me things, and I was watching them and being inspired by them. So, this shit, this shit is crazy, man. Um, so all I can say, man, but rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, the goat. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you have him, man, he he's supposed to be really, really high on the basketball list, man. But he's really inspired me more just to be a better person, man. Just because outside of the court, I didn't know you could be so good and so focused and so dedicated to one thing. And then once you're done, you can just go back to being a regular human being and living life and just appreciating the, the real things. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, rest in peace to all those that, that are affected by this tragedy, and God bless their families, especially all those dealing with the the loss of their loved ones. Um, yeah, man, fuck, man, 
the world is just in a crazy place. If you're living under a rock and you don't realize it, like if you're really just that naive and you don't see it, like I know if you're a Christian, you're you're not going for it. Like if you're a Christian, like you've been taught about revelations, you've been taught about taught about um that the ending of the days, you know what I'm saying, when God's going to come back and and we'll, some people will be left behind. You know what I'm saying? To deal with uh, the madness. There's some madness that the Bible just, that talks about that like Armageddon, some real stuff that we, we that people would have to deal with if you're not if you're not worthy and God doesn't come take you, you're gonna be here suffering. You know what I'm saying? Um I don't I I I don't I don't know, but right now, man, like I don't wanna get into the Bible and all that, but if you don't believe in that or if you don't believe but if you think the world is, if you don't feel God is angry right now, the world is, we can go back from the Amazon all the way to the the war, the, the, the uh, threats of war in Iran, to the Australia fires, animals just dying. Right now we are at, at, at a situation where there's a, a virus that is called the coronavirus and it's just it's just actually getting out of hand, man. Like what like what next? You know what I'm saying? Um the coronavirus is it originated in a city called Wuhan in China. Um apparently the virus originates from animals. It wasn't thought to be able to be contracted from humans from humans to animals, but apparently it is. And they're saying that this the city of Wuhan has 11 million people, and they traced it to a meat a, a market in the city where it was selling meat and selling live animals. And these live animals apparently had the the infection, and from there it's just spread. And there's been 40, 40, 4,500 cases of it around the world, 126 deaths, and it's here. 22 cases in Toronto, where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Three cases in BC. Some cases in the U in the United States, man. This is it's it's scary, man. Like like nobody's tripping. Like no, I don't know. Some of y'all just like in your own little bubble. Me, I'm not oblivious. I'm not blind. Like when the world is saying, "Yo, this shit," I'm turning up on y'all. Like y'all are playing with me. Like the like, I don't know, man. It's scary times, man. I I hope that we can find a vaccine. We can, like. Like imagine, like imagine this. Okay, imagine we have to deal with something like this, the coronavirus, and then imagine having to go to war. You know what I'm saying? And then imagine, like imagine if everything really just turns up. Imagine dealing with all these things at the same time: fire in Australia, Amazon, coronavirus. Like what? The world, people won't be able to make rational decisions. You know what I'm saying? The world is in a very scary place, man. I'm just saying we gotta really just slow down. Appreciate, appreciate life. Just make the right decisions, man. Be responsible because, yo, know, every decision counts, man. I'm telling you, man. There's there's nothing to play around out here. Like it's it's scary. Like this this virus is really taking lives and putting people's lives on hold. And in China right now, it's just crazy. Like I seen some, yo, know, man. The footage is crazy. Like people are bleeding from. Like there's a lot going on, man. And, and and we don't. People don't know how to cure this shit. There are no vaccine vac, vaccinations right now that are that that are 
that the government say, yeah, this is the one that, that, that can help. No. We just got to deal with this. This is actually getting scary, man. It's getting scary, man. Like, I've been alive for 28 years, and I guess from, like, from what I can recollect, maybe like four or five, I don't remember all this shit happening in a row. You know what I'm saying? We get tragedies, and then we get stuff that we deal with, and it comes gradually, year after year, maybe a month, like five months apart or something. Like, this is back to back, back to back. Like, it's a lot of trauma, a lot of stress, man, a lot of mental, like, stress, thinking about, yo, what the hell is going on? Like, yo... I don't know. I don't know if if, it, if it's just me, but I, I, if y'all don't feel it, then 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 y'all need to talk me off my ledge because I feel it. Like I feel it. Like there's a lot going on, and I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? And no, and the government ain't giving us no answers. The world ain't giving us no answers. People just keep carrying on. Like this is scary, man. But I hope that we can figure this 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 coronavirus out because it's actually causing a lot of um. It's causing a lot of. Uh, segregation in the city, um, a lot of discrimination, and there's a part of me that can understand it, but then there's a part of me that won't understand it, you know what I'm saying, because people are, like, now, like, blaming the Asian community, you, not, people, if you haven't been to the city of Wuhan or been to China recently, you can't just be blaming any Chinese person, you know what I mean, you see, you know what I mean, they've been here just like you've been here, they, if you, your neighbor's been living beside you. And hasn't left, and you've been seeing them every day. You can't be like, you're looking at your neighbor like, yo, looking at your neighbor crazy. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of, I know it's on social media, so like that's where you can't really take it serious. But um, I've seen some places in Chinatown have closed their closed their businesses. That, that uh, like Kumon did that. Um, a lot of learning centers. A lot of places are closing their businesses in Chinatown downtown, man, because I don't know if it's discrimination or just, they're just pressure. Or whatever, but I I don't think we can we can. A lot of people are even bringing up the whole mask situation. It's it's, it's crazy because you would see a lot of people from the Asian community before the coronavirus came that you'd see them wearing masks, and I never understood. Like I never I never thought it was I never thought of anything of it. I thought that like they're protecting themselves and maybe they're protecting us by not c coughing. But end of the day, I, I I got OCD. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know how people would take me wearing a mask out there. But like if I was comfortable enough to do it before the coronavirus, I probably would. Like when I'm in the grocery store, I, I, I use latex gloves to touch stuff. Like like I really have OCD, you know what I'm saying? So um it's crazy, man, crazy man. But yeah, I hope we can figure this out as 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 a world because this is not just in Canada, this is not just in America. This is this is in France, this is in Taiwan, this is in Australia, this is in Germany, and like it's just this shit is making its way, and China is a major hub, like the hub, the major hub of the world. So you're gonna have to go there. People from your country are gonna have to go there to go get some stuff, and product is gonna come from there. So like, what are we really saying right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to figure this out. We have to figure this out, man. The world, yo, man. I just, I wish, I don't know. I just feel like everybody, if you listen to this platform, listen to this podcast. Please just just change your mindset. Like, if you know you're not doing right, just change your mindset. Like, so I think it's just got to, we got to just be like a chain, like a link. Everybody just got to change and spark the next person because I'm telling you, like, I'm not sleeping. The world is tripping right now. Like, God is not happy. The world is not happy. The universe is not happy. Like, 
it's at the universe is letting us know, like, yo, y'all are fucking around right now. Like, I don't think people are really noticing, like, because I'm noticing. This is not normal. What's happening? Like, we, so much tragedy, so much, so much pain around the whole world, man. Like, Kenya, Sudan, there's people, there are people, animals are dying in Sudan. People are dying in Sudan. There's starvation. The government's not even like, yo, there's starvation. Or, yo, people are starving, like, in Sudan right now. And, and I think the government won't even let, the government's, like, not even letting people help. You know what I'm saying? There was a GoFundMe account to like get food and, and for the for the people and also for the animals and they shut that shit down. Like it's it's it's, it's unfortunate, man. The world is the world is a lot going on, man. And so if you can help in any little way, you can help, man. Just help. Because, yo, for one one thing, you ain't gonna be here for life. You know what I'm saying? Make your mark, touch to other people's lives as much as you can. If it's not gonna kill you, touch just, just make, just do it, just do right, man. That's just really what you got to do. Like, there's nothing else I can say, man. As much as, if it doesn't cost you and it's not taking your element, why not do it? Like, literally, why not? You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just put positive energy out there, cause there's, there's a lot of negative shit happening right now, man. Um, um, the Grammys were over the weekend. I didn't watch, not, like I always say, I don't watch award shows, man. But uh, I did catch up on the highlights. They did do a Nipsey Hussle tribute. Um, I actually feel bad for the Grammys, man, because the ratings came back, and I think they said this is the lowest Grammy ratings in the last five years. And you couldn't, there's nothing you could have done. Like, Kobe Bryant died. Nobody wanted to watch anything on TV. If you're watching anything, you're watching CNN. You're watching NBA TV. You're watching YouTube, just catching up with Kobe. So you, there was nothing they could do to compete. But um, I did catch up with the the Nipsey Hustle tribute. Um, I thought it was I thought it was cool. Um, I thought it was cool. Um, I like the Nipsey. I like the Meek song. I actually like the song Meek the Meek. Tri it started off with Meek's tribute with Meek doing his new song called um, Letter to Nipsey with featuring Roddy Rich. I like that. And then they did Higher and Kirk Franklin joined. Yeah, it was a good tribute. Um, Lauren London and Black Sam and Nipsey's grandmother spoke. It, it was dope. It was dope to just have Nipsey have that that platform. But um, you know, just another sad reminder that he should have been there. You know what I'm saying? It's just another sad reminder. Meek song is really dope, real, real touching. Um, and Black Sam spoke at the Grammys and, and spoke about how him and Nipsey felt they should have got a Grammy for Victory Lap. I definitely felt they should have. You know what I'm saying? I can understand why Cardi B won it. You know what I'm saying? I can understand. I can definitely understand. She had a great year. She had a great album, too. You know what I'm saying? But just what actually rap is about when Nipsey's album was, ooh, Victory Lap was something special, man. Especially if you knew what Nipsey had just as good as a year as Cardi. Not statistically, but if you know where Nipsey came from to where he was, he... He, he, you know what I'm saying? He was winning. He was winning. But, um, yeah, Black Sand spoke on it, and he's like, him and Nipsey spoke about not winning the Grammy, and he said, don't worry, bro. If if it's meant to be next year, we'll be here. You know what I'm saying? And for him to get the Grammy for Racks in the Middle, salute, man. That's that's just dope, man. It's just everything coming full circle, man. Um, It's still it's still something that, that we won't get over. You listen to Nipsey's music, and it's just like... Pfft. 
It hurts, man. It hurts, man. It's been it's been a tough. It's been a tough. It hasn't been a year yet, but it's been tough, man. It's been tough. I swear, it's been tough. Like if you really were invested in these people that that have been passing, it it's not like they're passing from old age or nothing. These people are just it's tragedies, man. It's just it hurts. It hurts, man. If you have any type of compassion, you know it hurts. But that was a dope part of the Grammys. Also, before the Grammys. Diddy was honored as a for for an icon award by the Grammys, and you know Diddy now known as Sean Love Combs. You know, what I mean, he he made love his his middle name. He he went left. You know, what I mean, he went rogue on him. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> yo, this is what's going on right now, man. There's a revolution. This is a part I am happy about. I, I want to see more action. You know what I'm saying? But there is a little revolution going on, man. Like, it's been building for years within the black the black community, hip-hop community of just take back ownership and just call out these guys. And, you know what I mean? Diddy, Diddy, went, Diddy went full circle, man. He dropped the six-minute speech at the Grammys when they were honoring him and talking about how they've been treating black people from, from the Michael Jackson days. You know what I'm saying? How Michael Jackson then went off the wall. So he came and, and killed shit with Thriller, made an undeniable album, and was dropping Grammys on the floor because he was disrespecting the Grammys. Like, yo, I'm dropping these joints because y'all didn't give me a Grammy for off the wall. He was just talking about how black 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 people are, are the leaders of the cool and hip-hop is the leader of the cool. He's like, your kids dress like us. Your kids listen to our music. Your kids walk and talk like us. Like, and Which is all facts. You know what I'm saying? So the Grammys really got to put some respect on on the artist's name, you know what I mean? And on hip hop, because it is the leading culture, it is the leading business. Music is the number two um number two export for in American like in, in American economy, music. Like this is a billion, billion, I don't know how many billion dollar business. You get you you feel what I'm saying? So and if hip hop is leading that forefront, like you need to treat hip hop like the way America treats the NFL. Like Hip hop needs to be how the NFL like. To me, basketball is my favorite sport. I look at basketball like the best sport. But when you talk to people, when you listen to first take, you listen to um, all these sports shows, they'll tell you like, "Yo, America like that's why Super Bowl is a big thing. Like America, it's, it's a football thing. Football is the biggest sport. You know what I'm saying? And hip hop should be treated like that. But just because we're black, they want to look at us and down us. But I, I, I like what everything Diddy was saying. It's time for us to really take it back. Jay's been on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, as much as yo, know, go, go with title, go with Rock Nation. Like, figure it out. Sit down with Jay. Like, yo, make the business right, yo, Jay. This is how I value myself. This is how I feel I'm worth. Go, go fuck with the black people, man. Go fuck with the black people, man. And it's not to be don't fuck with white people, but. In this business of hip hop, like yo, go fuck with the people and take back your ownership. Even I see Meek Mill tweet today, like yo, I'm, I'm gonna read the exact tweet because, yo, man, like this shit, rap, rappers been getting raped for, for like over forty years, bro. Like can 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 it stop? You know what I'm saying? Um, this is what Meek said. Meek Mill said. What's up with all these different race men? Got all these young black kids and slave contracts in the music business. Come get with us. You need help fixing your situation. DC Rock Nation is literally stealing. Now we we something we can not stealing stealing now something we can get rich off of. Like it, it's a fact. Like so, 
it's time for these people to change, man. Change, change the game, and and this will ch- make more bosses, more entrepreneurs, and more economical empowerment in our community. You know what I'm saying? And and with leaders like Diddy and Jay Z, we'll be able to combat certain things. I'm telling you, like if hip hop was really owned by hip hop, you know what I mean, for us and by us, and like we was really making decisions, really cutting our own checks, and really cut, cutting out the middleman, as Nipsey would say. Do you know the type of bosses that would that would be created uh, from different levels trickling down? You know what I'm saying? The type of black dollar that would that yo the dollar black dollar would be increased, and you're thinking just hip hop, but it would be trickling down from family to family because there'd be more income, more businesses, more more knowledge. You know what I'm saying? It's just we got We got we got to get there, man. I, and I hope that we get there, man. Um, Diddy's speech was was really dope, man. I just I just want more action. He said he gave the Grammys 365 days to make change. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he named all the albums he felt that the Grammys snubbed. He's like, yo, this is for Off the Wall. This is for Illmatic. This is for Le- Lemonade. This is for Missy Ellis' album that I can't remember which one it was. Um, and Prince's 1999 album. All the albums he felt that got snubbed, man. And yo, that was just dope. That was just dope, man. Jay was clapping, Beyonce was clapping. Off- like, it, was, it was just. Everybody was feeling it, man, because the artist, it is, man. You, you're, the artist is the person out there working, doing all that work, and you do that, and you know the general public's like, yo, you that nigga. And then this nonprofit organization, you know, you're supposed to be getting nonprofit, and you actually doing shit and making deals with picking people that you have relationships with. Like, this is supposed to be, he, he said in the, in, the, um, in the manuscript or whatever he said, it says, the Grammys is for the artists. It's protecting the artists at all costs. So they need to do their job, man. I, I thought I thought Diddy said that really well, man. So that that's a positive that came out of that. But did I watch the Grammys? No, you know what I'm saying. But I'm I am happy for my boy. Happy birthday, J Cole! Congratulations, got your first Grammy with Twenty One Savage for the song. It's a lot. I don't think Cole really cares. You know what I'm saying. I I feel he should have won with Forest Hill Drive. You know what I'm saying? Definitely Forest Hill Drive or, or Born Center. Those are the two albums that I'd say, like, yo, come on. Cole, 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 put, Cole put out two. Those are classics. You know what I'm saying? With Friday, Friday Night Lights. But you know what I mean? I don't think they was, they was nominated mixtapes back then as for, for Grammys. But um, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus were one of the best pop um, duo group performance, I believe. Lizzo, I I thought Lizzo. They said Lizzo was gonna clean up. She only won one one award. Um, she won the uh, best. Perf- I think best pop solo performance. Truth with the song "Truth Hurts." Um, yeah, like I I was shocked. Everybody said Lizzo was gonna clean up. Who I don't know. I, I'm gonna listen to the song because this person, Billy, what's the person's name? Um, Billy Ellish, bad guy. I'm going to listen to that song. Maybe I've heard it in Walmart because, you know, sometimes you hear all those pop songs in Walmart. But that person won, like, three awards. They cleaned up big time. Um, Tyler, Tyler, the creator, won with Igor for best rap album, beat, beat Meek Mill, beat The Revenge of the Dreamers, beat um, Lost Boy, and I Am Greater Than I Was, 21 Savage. Mm, I think the only competition there is probably the Meek Mill album. I would have went with that, but, you know, Igor is more diverse and, you know what I mean? That's that's how that's how they feel. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, but like Diddy said, man, the Grammy he got three hundred and sixty five days to get it right. Um Okay, no, Lizzo got another award. She got the best traditional R and B performance for Jerome. 
So congrats to her, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm not. I don't really particularly listen to her music, but she's clearly doing something right. She's clearly talented, and I wish her the best, man. You know, um, to keep it real, like I like I said about the podcast, I wasn't really gonna do an episode, you know, until I find this um, situation with the co-host and all that. Like right now, I have some topics here, but just the given energy and just just the Kobe shit really just has not me. I mean, I'm not I'm not in the mood to talk about some negative shit, you know what I'm saying, and some ratchet, some stupid shit. So what I will use the rest of the time to speak on is a little bit more about Kobe and um and just and just my feelings in general about certain things right now and how I wanna approach life and I hope others can can find, you know what I mean, some common ground in what I'm saying because I want us to really appreciate the people we have right now. You know what I'm saying? Like not just the people in our families, the people that are around us, but the people that inspire us. You know what I mean? Like, we always make jokes about Hove, you know what I'm saying? How Jay-Z is great and how Jay-Z is that guy. But, like, he really is that guy, you know what I'm saying? And I really feel like he should be treated as, as such, you know what I'm saying? Like, he should be honored by everybody who he's affected and touched. And that goes for everybody. That goes for Cole. That goes for Drake. Like, especially us from Toronto, we don't appreciate Drake enough. You know what I'm saying? Um... We got to, you know what I'm saying? We have to. Like, he's a legend. He's put on for our city. He he's given us hope to believe. He's made so many people know that yo, it's so possible to do, to do, to do what you dreamed of doing. Like we've all as kids, like yo, I want to be a famous rapper. I want to be a basketball player. And we've seen this happen. You know what I'm saying? So we need to appreciate these people because you never know. You never know. Like you never know when they're gone, and then and then when they're gone, you just sitting there like, oh man. Yo, we didn't give it up to him. Like, Kobe, Kobe, I, I really don't think Kobe was appreciated the way he was supposed to be appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Um, just because of the, the he, he he went through so much, and people who call him a ball hard, people will overlook the stats. I mean, the teams he had, you know what I mean? He, I felt he was snubbed on two MVPs. That Those two years, he was killing. Like, now the game, the, the league has changed, whereas... You, it's okay to be in eighth place and win an MVP. Back then, you had to be like top two, top two, top three in the league to win an MVP. I think Kevin Garnett did it too. Now he might have, he might have was like top three. Um, but you had to, you can't, your stats just couldn't get you through because if it was stats, Kobe, Kobe was doing things un, unheard of and unseen, you know. Um, but he just wasn't appreciated. But like, I don't know. I just, I just can't explain it. Like. Because Michael Jordan is the bar for some of these guys, man, like, I just feel like, yo, Kobe wasn't appreciated. When you hear, Magic Johnson just finally said Kobe was the greatest Laker, but if you were to watch First Take and, and, and um, Undisputed, they, you'd hear these guys say Magic is the greatest Laker. Like, and no disrespect to Magic, but, like, Magic played with Kareem, James Worthy, a whole bunch of Hall of Famers, you know what I'm saying? And that's not dissing him, but, like, Kobe was a different animal, and he did it for that many years in the league. You, like, man, come on, man. It's, 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 he, he, wasn't, he wasn't appreciated. Some people call him a top 20 player. Like, Kobe, if you don't have Kobe in your top five, like, I, I don't know what to say. Like, five rings, top three scoring, um, so 17 also, nine, nine first team defensive, defensive teams, and 12, I think 12. All, all defensive teams, like, man, it's just like, the shit, the list just goes on, and it's just like, I just feel because 
people always wanted to compare him to Michael because he he looked at all right, Michael did it the best. Now I'm I'm gonna study this guy and study all the greats and all right, now I'm gonna dominate. But people that Michael Jordan beat, you know what I'm saying, they can't get it out of their head. Like they really put in somebody's if you hear some of these old timers list and, and where they have Kobe, they have LeBron there, which is great. But you know what I'm saying? But you can't I just felt Kobe wasn't appreciated as much as he should have been. As much as he was appreciated, that's how great he was. Certain players like Allen Iverson always gave it up to Kobe. Like, you know what I'm saying? He always gave him his credit. He always said Kobe pushed him. Kobe was amazing. And it's just crazy, man. I just feel like we got to just appreciate our greats. Like, just Allen Iverson was, um, yesterday he was robbed. He wasn't, pers like, personally robbed, but his backpack was robbed from a Philadelphia hotel with $500,000 worth, $500, worth of jewelry. And once the word got out today in Philly that it was AI's bag, the, the guy who did it turned himself in and returned the bag. And Iverson got his stuff back. You know what I'm saying? Like, Philly's not playing that. Like, yeah, there's hungry people out there. There's people that, that, that do bad things, you know, that'll rob you. But they're not, they, they're not doing that to AI. Like, the city of Philly was like, nah, you got to bring, you, you got to get that back. You know what I'm saying? You got to get that back, boy. Like, so... That's the type of that's the type of honor we need. We we should be able to have guys like Nipsey Hussle, guys like the guys that are really putting on should be able to walk the streets and not feel like yo I'm gonna be robbed because a hungry person should acknowledge that guy and say nah I ain't gonna touch that guy right there yo he's feeding people he may not be feeding me but he's changing lives that's the mentality I think we need you know what I'm saying we can't be looking at our leaders as food. At all, you know what I mean. No, no matter how hungry you are, if they're not feeding you, you figure yourself out or, or wait your turn. But they're feeding others. You can't stop somebody. You can't take food out of other people's mouth because you're not eating. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 the mentality I think we need, man. Like the Diddy's, the 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 LeBron, like LeBron, the leaders like that. Like stop criticizing them, looking at the little things they do, and really appreciate these guys because you never know when they're gone. The Cristiano Ronaldo's the. The guys that are really inspiring you, like, yo, this is greatness. This is somebody showing me what the, the, the true meaning of hard work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. If you're not really, if you don't watch sports, maybe you can find it in another way. You could see somebody who came from this from, as an immigrant and built their life and, 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 and has secured their family's life. And you seen, you saw them come from nothing. You can you look at it in your home and find that type of inspiration. But those are the people you need to appreciate because if you're not inspired, then you're just, you're just, then what are you doing? Because if you're not inspired, then you, you you're not aiming, you're not aiming bigger. You know what I'm saying? You're content, and that, and I, I think that's the mindset we got to get out of. You know what I mean, people got to get out of that, man. Kobe, Kobe was the hardest working guy, the hardest working guy, man. If, if you follow Kobe, like you know, like, from oh after Achilles, he went to Germ after his knees, he went to Germany. They say, oh, his knees are shot. He went to go get some some next type of treatment that people weren't doing. And then working his ass off to get back there, man. Like, it's, man, it's, it's the world lost a great man, man. A great man. Like, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. Someone will probably never, ever, ever, ever like, just get used to Because every time we just look and be like, no way Kobe got went out like that. No way it, ha it happened like that. You know what I'm saying? When I look at his picture, I, I can feel it 10 years from now still looking at me like that was a tragedy. Not that he didn't get to finish his career or he didn't get to finish his life and his daughter. Like he, When you hear him talk about his daughter, you hear him talk about how she had all the skill set that he didn't have at his age. 
how she was going to be better. She's going to be great. She was going to dominate the league. You know what I'm saying? Um, crazy, man. He loved all sports. So, like, he's getting love in Italy. He he grew up in Italy. He's getting they honor him for a week. They're AC Milan's honoring him. Neymar, Barcelona honoring him. Real Madrid honoring him because he was so multifaceted that he you know he loved all sports and he was cultured. He's he's been around the world. Spoke Spanish, French, Italian, and even a little bit of German. Like Kobe, like he was just he was a genius. He was a genius, man. Like man, he put the world on pause. He put the world on pause, man. Um, and that that's the same thing all these greats will do, man. So you gotta we gotta appreciate them. Like, yo, it's crazy. I'm telling you, like it, money don't stop nothing. What if that's Jay Z flying somewhere? Like it, it nothing. You gotta appreciate these people. You know what I'm saying? Um another thing that there's a debate about a petition going around about changing the logo to, to Kobe Bryant. I don't I, I'm not in support of it. I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad idea and if it if it ends up going through, that's cool. But why I'm not in support of it is because Kobe, Kobe's great. He needs to be honored in, in, in a way that that we all remember him for sure. But Jerry West is great. He in his own way. He did. He did his. He he drafted Kobe. You know what I'm saying? He's done so much for the game of basketball. But why I'm saying that is like, all right, God forbid something happens to LeBron James. God forbid something happens to Michael Jordan. You know, like or so, any of these greats. How you honor them? Like, are you gonna change Kobe from the logo? You know what I'm saying? You can't. You how will you how will you be able to honor the, the next person? So I feel we got to leave it the way it is, and they'll figure a new way. You can create something new for Kobe as part of the game, like a new logo or a, a something that that that's part of the jersey or something that's part of the league or just part of in Springfield. You know what I'm saying? But because you don't want to just all right now, some a tragedy happens to somebody else, and all right, we're, we're talking about switching Kobe because I I wouldn't be going for that. You know what I'm saying? And what about when Jerry West dies? You're gonna want to switch it back, like so. You don't want to do that. I mean, we just just it's 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 unfortunate, man. But there's definitely a way. I'm sure that the NBA will find a new way to honor Kobe. This is not just some regular person. This guy, he was an ambassador for the for the game of basketball, and he will. I'm telling you, he's gonna. He will be remembered. He will be remembered for, for forever. It's it's probably one man, one of the most. It's tragic, man. I, I just don't even. My, Michael Jackson, like that's the last time I felt like the world stopped and I felt this like that. Like holy shit, like somebody that meant something to me. But fuck, man, Michael Jackson meant something to me a lot more as a kid. You know, as I grew up, I kind of I still listen to the music, but I, st- I kind of like I didn't grow with him as I grew. I grew with Kobe up until my as I grew into a man, like. I still admire them, you know, so it's different, man. It's different. It's just sad looking at him and knowing he won't be there and crazy, man. It's crazy. He had fans in every building chat MVP. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like MVP, man, like man, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I truly pray for his family. I pray for her. I pray for his his wife and kids, his parents, his his siblings. Pray God gives them all the strength, and I pray that people just give them privacy. You know what I'm saying? Give them love. You know, another thing that people said, I'm not too sure. The cop said this. The cop alluded to this when he when he at the press conference that TMZ released. TMZ released the news um, that Kobe's helicopter had crashed before his family was notified. I'm not too sure if that's truth because 
I heard that the, the Lakers team knew first, that LeBron and them heard it in the air. So I don't know if they knew before TMZ, so I'm not too sure. You know what I'm saying? If LeBron and them knew, I'm sure his family would have known. So that's that's the only thing. But if TMZ is doing that, they, like there's got to be some type of decency. I know you want to be the first to put the to put the story out, but like you got people, the news the news reports have got to get the story right. Like putting Rick's Fo- Rick Fox family at, at at that risk, putting Rick Fox on the on the helicopter, people saying Rick Fox is dead. You know what I'm saying? He has a family. You know what I mean? I could have put his family at risk, and it, it, you never know what type of situations or health risk that they, that I could put them at. You know what I'm saying? And for him to not even have been with Kobe, it's like yo, like there are no, like there has to be a law coming soon. It's like yo. You can't put out if you're verified. That means something. The people are the people trusting you. You can't. You cannot be a a, a credible news source if your news is not credible. Like there, there's been too many mistakes over the past years. You know what I mean, and just bad news coming out. And oh no 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 no. Oh that oh that that wasn't supposed to come out. Like, and that's it. Like you can't do that. You can't do that, man. Um, but yeah, I'll say that. I'm really just going to leave it here, man. I can't really talk about anything else but this. Nothing else really matters right now. I'm not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, I'm definitely looking for a co-host. If you listen to the show and you know somebody and you feel, you know what I mean, the person is reliable and and knows their stuff, hit me up. You know what I mean? I've, I've talked to a lot of people. Not a lot, but like four people. And, you know, um... I just want the best product to be out there, man. I want, I want something. I want good chemistry, and I want to be somebody who, who's sharp. You know what I mean? Who can challenge me, and I can challenge them. So, um, definitely, yeah. And it would even be dope, you know. We can get that person, have Swan on for some episodes, and you have three different perspectives. But I do have a couple interviews coming up, you know what I mean? But that's not really podcast related. That's just on some other stuff, but. I will be back. I'm trying my best to get back soon, man. I really appreciate those that checked up on me and wondered, like, yo, what was going on, you know, with the podcast and where I was at. But I'm here. I'm working on some things, definitely. But I'm I'm telling you, man, like, yo, I always say this. I want those to know I appreciate them. And live life to the fullest, man. Live for you. Like, you got to. Like, every day we we keep seeing these things happen and we keep losing these people and we're not doing it. And we're saying we'll get back to it. I mean, I'll do that then. But you, you really don't know when. You know, what I mean, create those memories. Let those people have memories of you, good memories, positive things to say about you. Because when you're not there, even if you're not dead, even when you're not there, that have good things to say about you. But you want to create a legacy when you're dead. That yo, at least your family can be proud of. Your friends can be proud of. Like yo, that was my guy. You know what I'm saying? You have to, man. What life is about a lot more than cars, clothes, all that bullshit. Like you know, what I'm saying that stuff makes you feel good. It makes you look good. Don't get me wrong; you can enjoy it, but you can't take it with you. You know, what I'm saying like you can cry. You can like yo, and the day you can like they say, you would rather cry in a Range Rover, or would you rather cry in a Civic? But at the end of the day, man, you crying. You know, what I'm saying you crying. Like it don't matter. You hurt. At the end of the day, nothing. nothing. That's just that's just a thing to say, you know what I'm saying. But um, I will say God bless you. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Gigi Bryant. Rest in peace to all the other victims, and pray for peace. Pray for pray for the world, man. Like you can't be blind and oblivious to what's going on, man. Live right. It's your boy East is too real. And like I said, if you know anybody, hit me. Yeah.